All right, Charlie, I guess. Or I guess I can start us. Yeah, Where yeah, it's been a while since you've done it. Yeah. All right. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Adam Gobeski. And my name is Charlie Wallace, and today we have uh, one guest with us who will introduce himself in order of seniority. What? What? <laughs> I yeah, don't I don't even know. We always, we, like, I don't know. We always choose some way that the guests are supposed to order themselves. Yeah, you have one guest, so like, well, <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex Clark. <laughs> glad to be with you guys again. Like, I'm glad I'm highest on seniority. <laughs> well, well the been people who showed up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. It's good to know. All right, so what's in store for us today, Charlie? In a reference to an earlier podcast, Adam noticed somebody on the street wearing something interesting. Oh my gosh, yes. So I'm uh, I'm turning into Target at the local the local Target turn in the parking lot. All right, and I have to pause to let a car pass in front of me, as you know one does. There was about a 50 year old man in there wearing the Back to the Future Part Two Pizza Hut shades. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I, I just, I was like stopped. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was, and I looked, I was like, yeah, those are the shades. And I immediately had to call Charlie and be like, someone is rocking the shades. <laughs> it's been 30 years and they're just, they're committed to the dream. I don't know why you would wear them. They are not nice looking shades. <laughs> As a kid, they were pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause like there were, there were like two or three styles, right? And this was the one that was like orange and green and there's like a triangle coming out and then like a different triangle on the other side. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Do you think that he got them from Pizza Hut and has kept them ever since so that he got them like at a second hand store? I prefer to believe that he got them at Pizza Hut and has just cared for them very well <laughs> since then. Because the alternative is that he's a 50 year old man who decided he was going to wear some shades for being ironic, I guess. <laughs> I just imagine I imagine him buying them, wearing them for a week until people tell him he's an idiot and just thinking it's going to come back around eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so you think once October 21st, 2015 came along, he was like, "Now it's time." Yep. And for that day, everyone was like, "Oh, that's awesome, man. I used to love those shades." And then again a week later, everyone's like, "Just let it go." <laughs> All right, great topic, Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, we only got like, you know, 40 minutes to five, go. Four minutes to go. <laughs> Has anyone seen the new, uh, any new episodes of Daredevil? No, uh, 54 more minutes to go. <laughs> I've seen the first eight. Wait, the first eight, like of the first, so the first season? Or you've actually gotten through eight episodes of season two? I have seen 21 episodes of Daredevil. Oh, wow. What do you think? Uh, it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start with facts. <laughs> uh, Charlie Cox plays Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Matt Murdock, which I thought was interesting that they dual cast that role, those two roles with the same guy. <laughs> do they actually list him twice? <laughs> I don't know. The, the credits. credits are like super tiny. Oh, <laughs> You know, the Netflix credits where they just zoom it up to one twenty fifth of the screen. Oh, yeah. Well, there's the a corner. giant advertisement for something else coming up. <laughs> it's like, yes, you're right. I did not want to know who any of the background actors were. 
correct that works. I saw. Uh, no, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, I saw one episode so far, which right. is not quite like when Jessica Jones came out, where I think it was like two days and I had watched all of the episodes. Nothing against it. I just haven't had the time. Because of all that March Madness you've been not watching. Oh, yeah. Uh, and news that Alex brought up earlier, Michigan State lost in a stunning upset. I heard people describe it as the largest or the biggest upset in uh, NCAA tournament history. Really? Which I don't uh, know if that's true. But... I think in terms of point spread, it was the fourth or fifth largest upset. Yeah, in terms of point spreads, it was but... the fourth largest. But I think in yeah. terms of surprise or something, I don't know. Wait, point spread? Wasn't it like eight points or something? No, it was like nine points. <sighs> Oh, nine okay. was the spread. No, no, no. The spread, the spread before the game was like, oh, oh, before was oh like I see somewhere between a 14 and 17 point favorite, I think. Wow. Yeah, they actually lost by nine. Yeah, I saw a statistic that uh, of the people who did brackets on Yahoo Sports, 99.1% had chosen Michigan State to advance to the second <laughs> round. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say like on one of the sites, over 30% of people had Michigan State winning the championship. Wow. Yeah, I think ESPN yeah. had it at like 24% or something. Yeah, like yeah. So that was a big ups. Yep, I heard about that immediately as it happened while I was at work helping to treat cancer patients and apparently everyone else was watching basketball. <laughs> and they were instantly sure to remind <laughs> Priorities, you. man. Hey, didn't that Charlie guy go to Michigan State? <laughs> Let's go harass him. <laughs> Your boy's lost. <laughs> I was like, oh, they were playing? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to cure cancer here guys <laughs> do, they, do they wear their wisconsin shirts to work every day Ugh. no there are specific days <laughs> i'm just grown <laughs> <laughs> there are specific days where it's like oh feel free to wear your wisconsin badgers apparel today but only today <laughs> so is wisconsin just really want to be michigan in like... what sense well, they want it to be the Mitten State instead of the Wolverine State. They're the Badger State. Oh, yeah. There was the bizarre shirt that had a outline of Michigan with the words worst state ever in red and white. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 I, I, I saw that. Yeah. To, to which my response was, what? Like, I guess as, a, as someone from Michigan, I don't feel that way about Wisconsin. It's like, have they been to Kansas? <laughs> I mean, right? what, what rivalries are they... <laughs> like like they just really want to be Michigan. And meanwhile, Michigan's too bad too busy being mad at Ohio. Right, exactly. At least professional sports wise, there's no like real rivalries there. I mean, is there? Not that I can think of. Uh, like football are not even in the same well, I was gonna say league, but technically they are in the same league. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess there's that thing, right, that about the Michigan people that go become fans of Green Bay because they can't take being Lions fans anymore. <laughs> well, there, there's a lot of like West Coast of Michigan fans who are like Chicago fans because Chicago's like geographically closer than Detroit. Right. Yeah, I understand that. But that's not quite what I'm describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You mean John's dad? Yeah, that's basically exactly. <laughs> and Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, right. Yeah. Charlie's somehow a Packers fan. Yeah. <laughs> I wear Packers apparel one time and suddenly... I'm a traitor, well, you, right? You shouldn't have posted on Facebook with you smiling in it. Do I even know you? I should have been frowning. Yeah, you should have been angry. I wear my, my lion like, sweatshirt. Me wear this. I wear my lion sweatshirts like every day. Do I even know you? <laughs> I was knocked unconscious and someone put this shirt on me. 
<laughs> I'm not enjoying it at all. Most people just feel sorry for me, so I, I gain sympathy points for wearing Lions gear. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, man, it's got to be rough for you. Yeah. <laughs> you are not a bandwagon fan. <laughs> yeah. Anytime in trivia there's a question about, um, you know, some football team having a some bad record, yeah. teams will invariably put Detroit Lions and snicker at me as they turn them in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, ah, they're not the worst in all records, guys. Like, it turns out that... Uh, they have a better winning record than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers overall. Yes, hmm. that's probably true. Tampa Bay is only good for a few years, and they started off as like one of the worst teams ever. In yeah, the they apparently the have the all-time worst season franchise record. Mm-hmm. Or maybe of current franchises, at least. Yes, regular season record. Yeah. yeah. But there was a time when the Lions were good, you know, like the 1950s. <laughs> so, they won plenty of NFL championships. Yeah, and then... Uh, the NFL championships became Super Bowls. and So how about that uh, Calvin Johnson, Alex? Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I describe it as the, the Lions make some of the greatest players of all time in their sport and make them not want to play anymore. <laughs> they're well, like, it's, it, it's they're like, like, well, you could, Calvin, you could go play for another team. He's like, no, nah, I'd rather just not play. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like they're really good at picking like one player. And yep. then they just never want to give them any support. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, they, they did draft him a quarterback afterwards. I suppose that's, that's true. Like with the first pick. And that's not the worst quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we know bad quarterbacks. I think of the video of Dan Orlovsky just running out of the back of the end zone, not realizing <laughs> he's out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, but Adam's yeah. reaction has definitely seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've definitely seen it. I don't know if Charlie's seen it or not. No. Oh, all right, all right. Hold on. <laughs> I will send it to you. I just have to type like Dan Orlovsky. It's just going to be him running out of the back of the end zone. Hey, there it is. Number two. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky gets safety in Minnesota. All right. There you go. He's so afraid of Jared Allen that he just runs out of the end zone. It's close to the worst play I've ever seen, but I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I've seen a lot of bad plays before, so. He's the Kirk Cousins play from last year might have been worse. But. Dan Orlovsky forced out of the end zone by an on-charging there we go. Allen, <laughs> 2-0 Vikings. Maybe he's not able to perceive the color white. <laughs> yes, yes. He, he's white, purple, colorblind. Right. <laughs> it just looked like more green, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's all green. Whole field. So there's this um, Pepsi commercial. Uh, they played a lot during a lot of NFL games where it's like people getting players getting pumped up for the game, like by All themselves right. beforehand. And right. There's one that cracks me up every time because at the very end, it's somebody talking to Matt Stafford and he's looking him in the eyes and saying like, "Or oh, you can do it. This is your time." And I just laugh because <laughs> it's not true at all. <laughs> just a gigantic lie. And that's like how the commercial ends. <laughs> so this you is why not... you're a Packers fan, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some fair weather like, oh, I like him. <laughs> well, if if the Packers and the Lions play, then uh, I get a bunch of crap from Cara's family. Does that count? As what about if the Packers play? No, they don't. Wear this. You poor boy. <laughs> Here, have this. Here, it's a Foreman grill. <laughs> Wait, so what do they give you? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. 
No, they just... I think it's just general harassment. Yeah, they basically don't allow me to be a Packers fan (laughs) in those situations. They just make fun of me. Okay, well, at least they have some sense. (laughs) Yeah. They understand that there's there's no transferring that. You just got to go to the comfort of John's parents' house to watch Packers-Lions games. (laughs) (laughs) So another another thing that came out on Netflix on Friday was Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Did anyone see that? Nope. Or does nope. anyone care to? <laughs> uh, maybe, but I, I think I have more things in the queue that have been there for months that I haven't watched. Yeah, that's what I would probably recommend. I have. Oh, I have. Did Netflix. you watch it? Yes, I did watch it. You watched that instead of Daredevil. Yes. Instead of two or three episodes of Daredevil, I could have watched. I guess three episodes. This is a three-hour movie. Oh wait, Daredevil is an hour. No, so one and a half episodes. Okay. No, it's it's like the original, pretty much, but not as good. The original is in the Playhouse. Oh no, sorry, the uh, um, Big Adventure. Uh, I want Big Top Pee Wee or nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> These are some great topics you came up. With. I know it's just things that I watched. <laughs> I, I was more I was more gonna talk about how i still haven't probably watched netflix since the last time we did a podcast so reminds me i should probably get on canceling that uh brand watches netflix all the time so if if it were only me yeah i probably would not actually have it and I would yeah mooch, i would mooch off charlie whenever like something came up that was a netflix exclusive right. like i have things i want to watch on there it's just like i never really get around to doing it so right right or never feel like watching it so most of the other services too have kind of picked up the slack so there used yeah. to be a huge difference between netflix and like say amazon prime or something or anything else yeah not that i have any of the other services either well i mean hulu's got stuff for free if you watch it reasonably soon after it happens all you just go on the websites and they have that that's nothing special <laughs> yeah i have this whole on demand thing with cable but yeah that is one thing i miss is we no longer have on demand because I did sometimes take advantage of that. I still haven't seen the sixth episode of X-Files. but I still haven't seen four, five, or six. Five's bad. I liked four. Four was all right. Yeah, four wasn't bad. As as we discussed before, the, the fact we weren't doing podcasts meant I just lost all impetus to actually watch it. Cause... Yeah, yeah. The fascinating thing about the fourth episode is that, and I don't think this is a spoiler, that Mulder and Scully don't appear to be interested in the case whatsoever. I mean, there's other things for them to worry about, but even when they come back, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess there was a case that we were working on. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought the fifth episode was, the the fifth and the sixth, I I mean, I'm just assuming the sixth continues on this. It's just like a segue into the new characters when they try to reboot the series that I'm not going to watch. Yeah, that was the worry that we have as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robert Patrick or GTFO. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then last night, I went and saw the movie... Zootopia. <laughs> it really is things he's just watched. <laughs> I need topics. What have I watched? Episode 74 the things Charlie watched. <laughs> Take one. Charlie's video diary. And then I watched Daredevil episode one. And then I watched Daredevil episode two. <laughs> and then I watched Daredevil episode 13. <laughs> and it was like, oops, I thought I was watching three. Didn't figure it out to the end. It had to go back. <laughs> Didn't realize a one had been carried. <laughs> you suppose there are people like that who just 
go and watch the final episode of every season of a new Netflix show that shows up. <laughs> Probably lazy reviewers. That's what I would do. <laughs> I do that, and then I comment on all these top YouTube videos so that people see it. So and so and so, and Dumbledore dies. It's like, uh, what I've seen of House of Cards is really good, but I've only seen the final episode of each season. <laughs> so how was Zootopia? It was really good, actually. Was it better than Fruitopia? Um, it wasn't as tasty <laughs> as Fruitopia. It was more visually appealing, I suppose. I don't know. Fruitopia pretty, was pretty visually appealing. Yeah, no, that's true, but it wasn't animated. It didn't move. What do you mean? Just shake the bottle. Was there more to it than the sloth scene at the DMV? Uh, that was certainly the highlight. I thought that that was going to have been completely ruined by the trailer, and it wasn't quite. Only about half ruined by the trailer. Okay. All right. It still worked pretty well. Is the entire movie just that one scene? <laughs> it's uh, yep. Like they just they just stretch <laughs> that scene out for ninety minutes. They're in the DMV for uh, ninety minutes. <laughs> to be continued. That's what they were implying, that it took a long time. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, no, they finished the movie. Now they were only serving number four. And so they and they were number eight. So <laughs> sequel. They might it's, get to them. It's real time. You watch the waiting in line. <laughs> but it was it was weird because it was about racism pretty much. So I was trying to decide whether when I was like judging any given character, whether I was being racist towards that animal or not. It was a very bizarre experience. Well, knowing you and your hatred of all things animal. <laughs> hatred of all fauna, <laughs> regardless of cuteness. Flora are okay, but fauna get out. <laughs> like there was a scene where there were, one of the main characters played by Jason Bateman. He's a fox. So the bunny cop like makes assumptions about him that he was trying to do something shifty. And then... Turns out he wasn't. He was doing something for his son. But then it turned out later that it wasn't his son. It was just some old guy who was supposed to look like a kid. So he was being shifty. And I was like, I don't know what to think about this. Like, am I being racist towards yes. this fox? Okay. <laughs> now that that's established. Kind of like how in Star Wars Episode One, the Trade Federation is supposed to be Asian, right? <laughs> what? That, that was the whole claim. That, they, that, that, was, that the Trade Federation was racist towards Asian people. Just because of the accents? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you're making me remember episode one. M mundane racism in the old in the Star Wars prequels. That was like a big thing. <laughs> and then uh, what were the Gungans supposed to be? They were supposed to be African, I think. Yeah, that I, I understand yeah. that a little more, at least. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hashtag casual racism. <laughs> George, why do you keep saying hashtag? That's not a thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's a new Indiana Jones movie got announced. I, I heard about that. With Harrison Ford. Yes. And Steven Spielberg. No word of Shia or George Lucas. Good. <laughs> so is Harrison Ford, is he just cranky and doesn't want to do movies in general? Or was it just Star Wars that he didn't want to do? It was Star Wars that he didn't want to do. Oh, okay. He had basically repeatedly said that he would do Indiana Jones again. Mm -hmm. As much as he could, I guess, basically. And then for the longest time, like they just couldn't come up with a script and stuff. And then, then there was about aliens and he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> so I don't know if I, I, I might have mentioned this before, but 
I read an interview with George Lucas where he basically says the reason that it's aliens in the fourth one is because the original three are supposed to be uh, 30s style B movies with an 80s sensibility. And so the idea was, okay, so 20 years on from the 30s is the 50s. What kind of B movies did they have then? Oh, it was like aliens and stuff. All right. And that's why there are aliens in it. And I think once you know that, the movie actually makes more sense as to why it's doing what it's doing. Mm. I think it's probably a bad thing to make a movie that requires you to have read interviews with people in order for them to make sense. <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't make your movies like that. But I will say that once I had that piece of information, like a lot of the stuff that I was sort of having a disconnect with fell back into place. I consequently find it easier to enjoy that movie, although it's still not as good as the others. Like, I didn't like the vast amount of CGI in that movie as well. Like, it's just like they could have just made a set, done the whole alien scene there. Yeah. Instead of it all clearly being green screened. Oh, what about the part where they're swinging from the vines with monkeys or whatever? (laughs) I've blocked a lot of this movie. Out. <laughs> it's one of the few things I remember of the movie, actually. <laughs> or, or him uh, being in a refrigerator during a nuclear explosion. Yeah, well, everyone remembers that. I don't know. I, I, I think it's a better movie than people give it credit for, although I don't think it's like a cinema classic or anything. I always classified it as it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. What is the worst movie you've ever seen? <sighs> wow. <sighs> That's tough. I've seen a lot of bad movies. What's the worst movie you've seen in theaters? Let's start there. Well, I, I'm pretty picky about going to the theaters, so it's kind of tough right. to like. Let me think. Let but me sometimes think. you get dragged to movies because your friends are going or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know what? Um, I, uh, I saw a triple X State of the Union. Yes, that's the worst movie. Yeah, you get, you get dragged along. I'm like, oh, right. That, I don't count really count that as. Movies I paid to go see. Anyways. Don't you love how we keep dragging you into this conversation every time, Alex? <laughs> All these movies you watch and TV shows you watch. Do you watch Alex? No. I watch like three a year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hey, we were able to talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Not, yeah, you're James Bond. Yeah, I could just ask you guys about that, you know, Spurs Warriors game last night. That was oh, good. Wow. What a, what a game. <laughs> what a game I didn't watch because I was watching Daredevil. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's mostly just my sports viewing is just taking the place of TV shows and movies. Because I think the only like TV show on TV that I've tried to regularly watch, I was watching The Prophet on CNBC, where a guy just goes up and buys businesses and then changes them around so they make money. Just like sports is reality television. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the least scripted reality television. Right. Most of the time. Well, except for the commentators about storylines, <laughs> right? Like, if you just muted the screen, it's the best. I was talking more about the fixed games. <laughs> Such as? <laughs> I don't know. Sling some accusations here. <laughs> um, like that Warriors-Spurs game yesterday. Boy, I can't believe that outcome. It must have been fixed. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a coincidence that the Warriors are on a tear. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see it, and I assume they won. The Spurs won. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was in San Antonio. I uh, believe I want to say something like the Warriors have lost like in the 30s sometimes in a row at San Antonio. Like it's the longest streak in the league of teams losing at another team. Because uh, a couple of years ago in the playoffs, uh, Golden State was playing San Antonio and 
Golden State was ahead 20-some points in the fourth quarter in San Antonio, and they lost. <laughs> that was like the first year Steph Curry was big, like, and they blew that game. But yeah, yeah, yeah. sports statistics. We get, it can have its own podcast. It probably has several. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about possibly making a sports commentary podcast, but eh. <laughs> work it's too much work yeah yeah what would be a sports commentary podcast well you just give your opinions on sports topics so okay i thought maybe you made people tape games and then played your podcast instead of actual commentation uh i think that you can't do that i think that you can't do that i think that you're giving your account of the game is specifically banned oh really yes because I, I know key and peel did something during the super bowl similar to that and they were talking about it uh, and like there was this huge list of things they couldn't talk about while they were doing a live, you know, like podcast sort of thing during the Super Bowl. Huh. Like they couldn't mention plays or scores or like, <laughs> pretty much anything that was going on. Yeah. <laughs> Stop me if I already mentioned this. I may have. Um, Are you going to bring up something else you've watched? Yes. No, it's <laughs> it's the story about uh the guy who has one of the original recordings of the the first Super Bowl. Didn't I bring that up one point? Oh, you might have. Don't you know this because you listened to me talk? I read an article about it, which may may, may mean that you mentioned it. I forgot the, it and then read the, an article, the article about that it. I posted on Facebook. <laughs> 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 All right, I won't tell the story then. No, go ahead. Tell the story about things that you wish you could see but haven't. Uh, just some guy whose dad recorded it, um, and wanted, I don't think he wanted to make any money off of it either. He wanted a million dollars. Oh, so that's not true. <laughs> Maybe you should be telling the story. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Let's see how bad I can butcher this. Okay. So the guy wanted a million dollars and what was it? CBS, I think. NFL. Actually, the NFL. Um, refused to buy it even though they could have made tons of money off of it much more money than that i think their counter counter offer was fifteen thousand. so basically he said no you're not allowed to not only are you not allowed to sell it to anyone else but we refuse to buy it they would rather just have it sit on a shelf somewhere and die than to pay somebody else any money for the right to show what they believe is their property well, right. So uh, I think the way it works is that the physical tapes, the recordings themselves are the property of the guy, but the contents of them are the property of NFL because they own right. copyright. So I believe he could sell the physical tapes. Yes, I think people, so. Yeah. But uh, anyone he sold it to couldn't do anything with the tapes beyond their own personal enjoyment or anything like that. Oh, hmm. well, you could still sell it to a collector, though, probably. I think the thing that was sort of upsetting was that prior to the existence of this being uncovered, uh, the NFL had gone on record as saying that a recording of Super Bowl one was the holy grail of NFL films. And they were really, you know, would really like this. Mm -hmm. So and he was like, OK, I've got it. Give me a million dollars if it's the holy grail. And they were like, eh, no, we'll give you 15,000. <laughs> and well then apparently they like they just neither side would budge on negotiation and NFL started doing like strong arm tactics. That's where that stands. All right. I have an idea for a, a topic. Yes. I'm just going to read things Adam posted on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be back. I'm going to go rub Kate for a little bit. 
<laughs> Zing. Weren't we supposed to read some sort of text conversation? Yeah, no, no, Charlie. There was something about Charlie talking about the Republican nomination being like Mario Party. How is Kate? Well, apparently I made it to the podcast, so. <laughs> so, so she's doing just fine. <laughs> right. I just like how it's replicated. I'm not sure how long he'll be yet. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> <laughs> she may need a lot of time to be rubbed. I'm not sure how long it'll get. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't like an autocorrect sent problem in the sense of like an Apple phone. It was an autocorrect in the sense of it was a swipe alteration where it thinks the word I want to make is rubbing right. and Kate. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right. It wasn't that it just changed my words to that. Why are we waiting for Charlie? Oh, yeah. So I thought of an easy way to combine two topics that we never talk about. <laughs> so I was thinking about um, the Republican primary as it stands right now. Donald Trump is uh, ahead in the delegate count. It he may or may not reach the threshold of half of the total delegates in order to pretty much cinch the nomination. And it's putting everyone in sort of a weird position in that if they go to a contested convention, uh, they the Republicans may try to nominate someone who didn't get the majority of the votes, which would cause Donald Trump to pretty much go crazy and take all of his supporters with him. You know, the opposite of the democratic process. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, well, this rem- reminds me of something. I can't quite figure out what it is. And then I remembered. And what it reminds me of is Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> the person with the fewest amount of stars. <laughs> oh, well, here, have another star. It's like everybody lines up at the end and they start giving out stars arbitrarily, <laughs> taking away <laughs> stars from you that you had already earned. The winner might as well be random. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if I had known they were just going to randomly give out stars at the end, I wouldn't have tried in any of the mini games. Which, when I came up with that comparison, it's the closest I've ever to feeling sorry for Donald Trump about anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I know how that feels. <laughs> so do you want to do the text conversation? Oh, sure. However, I think you should sing your parts. When a problem comes wrong... Sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Na 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 na. Sing a song about it. Na 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 na. Sing a song about it. There we go. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's got to sing a song about his parts, or just sing the parts. Well, he's got to sing, sing a song about it, but he can do that by just singing his lines. Sent. I thought it might make a welcome change after the disaster from last time. <laughs> you said it was good. If I tried any harder, it wouldn't have been funny. <laughs> no, I think we said that if you had tried any harder, it would have been better. Oh. That you couldn't get any worse than what you had done. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, you can even be Broadway if you want. No, no, no. I'm going to do operatic. Okay. Okay. Interesting analogy I just made up. Republican primary equals Mario Party. Go on. Trump may end up with the most delegates, but still not be nominated. More fun to watch than to participate in. 
I feel like if that happened, they'd have a major problem, re his supporters. If you put a mustache on Ted Cruz, I think he'd look a bit like Wario. No, Wario looks angry, not like he's pooing himself. Point taken. You have to skip back up to your other lines that you missed. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, <laughs> well, I was I was I was waiting for you to do your emoticon, Adam. <laughs> yeah, just like Mario Party, everyone is like, I'm never playing this again. Let's play GoldenEye instead. So does this mean that Jeb and Rubio are sitting somewhere else playing Magic? Yep, they even brought those gloves so their hands wouldn't bleed during that one minigame. But it didn't make a difference. Gloves? <laughs> yes, let me see if I can find an article about that. Getting into the deep cuts here. Like the hands. Walked into that one. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing the link. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.mariowiki.com forward slash Mario underscore party. Under legal issues. I guess the glove was free though. Uh, learn something, which is that the Nintendo issued a glove for Mario Party. And it was for players who were having trouble with the spinning mini games, but it didn't come out until Mario Party 2. I'm not surprised that didn't help the other candidates, and since this analogy, that glove won't be released until 2020. Good point. So maybe their super packs can be compared to owning the game. By all right, yes, it's catch. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> the, fun, the, the texts come in other orders between both of us, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we were both texting at the same time. So, <laughs> hold on, listeners. I Just believe we're almost off done. A little bit. <laughs> uh, by all rights, it should give them an advantage, but is ultimately useless. I guess it's back to magic while they wait for the game to end. That part still works. Yes. So what, so what are the Democrats playing? Is it Mario 64? Is that something that John wins? Or what's something that John wins? Dr. Mario 64? Okay, that then John is probably going to win, but at least he's forced to up his game as a result of playing against us. Oh, if that's what you want, then probably Golden Eye. This is a tortured metaphor, and now I want to play 64 with you guys. Ha ha. <laughs> God. <The laughs> so that was better than last time, huh? <laughs> uh, I guess we'll find out. So what was your conspiracy? All right. Do we have a like conspiracy like theme music that happens before anyone says a conspiracy? You know, theory is that a thing? 
Can we get that? If it is, it's happening. Some weird in- sort of music that we can just put in the podcast right before someone says a conspiracy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, ready? Ted Cruz is a lizard man. No, no, no. I thought Donald Trump was a lizard man. No, it's Ted Cruz. Like, have you seen that man? He's a lizard man. 100% lizard. Why is he 100% lizard? <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> it's smug. Right. It's lizard. I it, It's a lizard. I, if I've ever seen a lizard so, man before. <laughs> your conspiracy is that he's a lizard because he looks like a lizard. <laughs> is it deeper than that? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, that's all I got. <laughs> Do you have any lizard in mind in particular? No, he's just a race of mutant human lizard man. Oh, he's a race now. Well, the lizard man race, right? I mean, I guess there was that thing about some band front man looking like Ted Cruz. Oh, from like a striker or something like that. Striper. Something like that. Yeah. I only saw it past my Facebook feed. I didn't actually look into it. Okay. Okay. So I think you're right, Alex. I think he is a lizard man. Okay, good, good, all right. But I also think that Marco Rubio is a lizard man hunter. We've got to up this conspiracy. <laughs> Ooh, that, yeah, wow. that's how it works. Right? Wow, that makes complete so sense. So that explains why everyone is hesitant to go after Donald Trump. He's just a wild card in here. He's he's a human. He's a, he's a strange human. But I think the real attempt here is to knock out Ted Cruz. He's exposing Washington's <laughs> lizard man culture. In an attempt to make America great again. I would like to point out, by the way, that I came up with the great as in cheese grating pun like three months ago. And right. now it's suddenly popping up all over my Facebook feed. Yeah, I saw that on, on the, the cheese graters. Yep. So I'm going <laughs> to claim hipster rights on that. You got to you got to you got to post like, you know, some some place where your voice is recorded saying it on a previous date. Uh, it is on a face. It's on one of Kara's <laughs> Facebook posts at some you point. Proof. You get some residuals on any T-shirts that people sell. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. But back to the conspiracy. Um, mm-hmm. under this argument, is Marco Rubio a bad lizard hunter then? Because he doesn't seem to be doing so well. Yes, I would say. Well, he's the only lizard hunter. Not enough people know about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, since he got fewer <laughs> votes than the lizard, right? The lizard man right. He's not allowed to like the funding for his hunt is no longer continuing. So his super pack knew that he was a lizard hunter. Yeah. And so like every state votes on who's going to be the hunter. Right. And you can donate to like a certain cause to be the hunter. And it looks like Donald Trump's going to be nominated to be the lizard hunter. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, uh, Republican. Right, oh, that... wait. So the whole Republican Party then is a group of lizard hunters? Lizard, they're, they're the lizard men or lizard hunters. And so if they nominate a hunter, he actually gets to slay the lizard man on, on national television. Oh, so like 1836 <laughs> with the wigs. Right, right, right. Correct. Although obviously it wasn't television at that point. It was all <laughs> daguerreotypes. But... Uh, yeah, the Know Nothing Party had a lot to do with trying to shut that down, but it didn't really work out well for right, them. Right, because they were insistent that they knew nothing about lizard men or lizard hunts. Correct. I can see why Doug wanted to vote in the Republican primary now. That's way more interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, is it true that under the current rules of the convention, if one candidate doesn't have a clear majority of delegates... 
that they have to go to Thunderdome? <laughs> yes. I, I thought there was a cage fight. There's well, no yeah. cage fight? Well, no, it's right, Thunderdome. Right. Thunderdome, like they're, right. they're They're all strapped into, like, the uh, the bungee cord straps. All right. Because they attack each other. So it's it's not a it's not a it's a it's a dome less more it's more a right. dome than a cage. There's uh, the, all the candidates and a guy named Bonesaw, and we'll see who comes out alive. So what sort of weapon do you think would be each candidate's preference? I mean, granted, it's random in Thunderdome. You get what you can pick up in time, right? But if they had their way, I, th- I think that uh, Donald Trump at least would go for some sort of like throwing star combination. Ted Cruz would. Summon the hand of God to try to defeat <laughs> his opponent's enemies. His lizard God. <laughs> well, I yes. think what would happen. Well, is we, we that... were just presuming it was regular God. It could be just lizard God, right? From inner earth coming out. It's true. <laughs> showing his lizard form. Well, I think Marco Rubio would try to put him on the defensive and try and create an alliance with Ted Cruz to make him you know, more off his guard. But Ted Cruz wouldn't do that because he doesn't work with politicians. (laughs) That's true. He's an outsider. Yeah, and it'd be an interesting dynamic too because one person might be a threat, so you might want to work with other candidates to take out that person. And I assume John Kasich just lies on the ground. (laughs) He gets some camouflage and lies on the ground, hopes no one sees him. (laughs) (laughs) I was the non-violent Thunderdome participant. Occasionally yells, I'm still here, guys. <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> so, wow, Charlie, you actually get to your primary actually matters for once. Yeah, it's first time ever. It's like April sometime between the first and the ninth. <laughs> it's one of those single digit numbers. Whatever one's a Tuesday. But yeah, I guess the question would be, do I vote in the Republican primary or the Democratic primary? I assume at this point it's too late for you to decide. That's probably true. <laughs> I think you have to have already been registered by this point. Yeah, which I'm not. So, I mean, well, I is Wisconsin an open primary or not? It's your state, man. <laughs> You're supposed to know. <laughs> I guess I'll have to look up these things the next couple of weeks. Usually doesn't matter. Do you see the thing about Ben Carson endorsing Trump just because... Trump offered him a position in the cabinet or something. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, I mean, Chris Christie really wants to be vice president. <laughs> oh, the, no, the, that, that one, too. Like, the absolute best uh, thing I saw about that may have actually been from Charlie on Facebook was uh, uh, Sam Beckett quantum leaping into Chris Christie at that moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why. uh Chris Christie looks panicked there because it's not really Chris Christie at that moment. Man, I don't know. It'll be an interesting election, though, on the. Oh, no question. Or serious note, like it's whether like the Bernie like supporters will actually vote for Hillary or not. And whether the other Republican voters will actually vote for Trump. You know, it's really like tough. It could be like record low turnouts. People just refusing to vote because if you're going just to like vote against someone, we've reached a new a new low. (laughs) I don't know. A lot of times I think they say that people do vote against candidates rather than for them. Yeah. So. But I mean, that that's just the problem with our, the way we elect people, you know, the system we use. So speaking of movies that Alex won't go see, Batman versus Superman coming out. Oh, yeah. oh Batman versus Robin's out. Yes. Nice. 
Batman versus Robin. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie, right? That's what I thought it was. I, I think that might be a like a direct to DVD thing. <laughs> All right, Batman versus Robin too. Yeah, <laughs> this time it's Electric first. Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not super excited for that movie. Either Batman versus Superman or Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Have you seen Electric Boogaloo? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, well, not the Batman versus Robin sequel version. Oh, okay. Now I'm talking about Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. I have. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> Why do you watch these things? I don't know. I have a problem. I mean, I understand. I understand <laughs> watching them with me so we make fun of it. But you just watching them on your own. Charlie's got to get his money worth money's worth out of that Netflix account. Apparently, that like eight dollars is just yeah. like eating at him. That movie was worth at least a penny. I'd say penny and a half. <laughs> like, come on, car breakfast or uh, weekend at Bernie's three. Come on, <laughs> it's right there. It's just another hour and a half on the couch. Well, it's, the runtime's only like eighty-two minutes, so we're kind of <laughs> we gotta dig him up again. He's just he's just bones now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Where are you going after that? It's Sandlot heading home. <laughs> what is that? Watch thing? that. That is a thing. Oh my god! A direct-to-DVD Sandlot sequel. Were any of the original cast in it? Oh, I, uh, I'm willing to bet no. <laughs> James Earl Jones, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just not super excited about. I think it's partly because I will. I wasn't a huge fan of Man of Steel. And it's the same universe, for lack of a better term. And it's the same director and the same writer. And so if they can avoid it being dumb, that'd be great. But I've seen Man of Steel where they did not avoid it being dumb. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean... Maybe if I was familiar with the franchise at all, I'd understand. But like, I don't know what the conflict is. Like, I can't imagine it. Why would Batman be? Because uh, I guess it's like because Superman like destroys so many things while he's trying to save the Earth, right? But you think Batman would understand that? Well, specifically the the I think specifically the General Zod battle in Metropolis, the the the, the part of the movie that was specifically dumb. <laughs> They're trying to revise history, <laughs> go back and fix plot points in other movies. Yeah. They just punch each other through buildings and then other buildings get, you know, nuked and it's so dumb. Like they uh, we were at Target and then it was like, oh, I could buy Man of Steel for seven dollars on sale or I could stab a nail in my eye and get the same amount of pleasure for free. <laughs> I haven't seen it since the theaters. Maybe it's better than I remember it. Uh, I'm I not sure it is. It. I mean, you could just listen to the podcast that we talked about it. <laughs> I have done that. <laughs> I'm sure that'll remind you. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought Batman was relatively pragmatic about things like that. Be like, all right, well, maybe I'll just talk to him. Like maybe he isn't that bad of a guy. Maybe he's trying to save, you know, the Earth from being enslaved. Well, maybe uh, Ben Affleck Batman is less pragmatic. <laughs> maybe he's just dumb. <laughs> it's like well, the dumb Batman. <laughs> Well, there is something about Mark Zuckerberg trying to set them against each other, right? Based on the previews I've seen. Hippie Mark Zuckerberg in the Eli Broad Art Museum at Michigan State University. <laughs> Was it filmed there? Yes. Oh, crazy. I didn't know that. That, that in fact, is one primary reason I'm vaguely interested in going is just to see what they did with Michigan State and disguising it as Metropolis or Gotham or whatever. So I can go, oh, I know where that is. 
isn't Michigan still giving out like huge tax breaks for movies and stuff like that? Is that no? Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, no, they were for a while. They were for a while, and then basically Jennifer Granholm stepped down or whatever, and the Republicans took control and said, "Nope, we're not doing that anymore." Uh, which was sort of a problem because that was one of the only like income streams that they sort of had. And they just sort of announced that like, we're not doing that anymore. And like some movies, I think literally went other places instead. Like, they were like, we were going to film in Michigan and now we're not going to. I heard Mad Max was a documentary about Michigan. <laughs> the original Mad Max or the most, <laughs> yeah, recent? yeah. the most recent one, right? Yeah. That's what it's um, like there, right? That's what I-94 is like, right? Fury Road. Yeah, just a lot of desert. <laughs> That's all I got, guys. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I thought we were going to keep so, talking. So all your topics were literally, here are things I've watched. Have you watched them? <laughs> here are things I watched. Here are things from Adam's Facebook. Here are things from my Facebook. <laughs> and the guitar with whistling. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you've never listened before, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that probably wraps it up for this edition of the Gobeski Walls Report. My name was Adam Gobeski. Still is, but I just decided to use past. Oh, right. Season. Now his lizard man is coming out. <laughs> it was Adam <sighs> No, it's Severus Gobeskius. <laughs> if you can understand this, then you speak Parseltongue. <laughs> Uh, my name uh, was, is, and probably will be Charlie Wallace. For at least another 24 hours. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? Well, then you're changing your name. Oh, to what? Jeb Bush. <laughs> I'll do more with his name than he ever did. <laughs> is that Jeb with an exclamation mark? <laughs> uh, it's an Enterabang. Enterabang. Ooh. <laughs> Jeb? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think I've come up with a new name for a uh, middle name for my first child. It'll be Interrobang. <laughs> Spelled out. <laughs> Rusty Interrobang. <laughs> my name's Rusty Interrobang Wallace, but my friends call me Bang. <laughs> friends call me Bang Bang. <laughs> if I had friends. <laughs> If I had friends, I would hope they called me Bang Bang. <laughs> and Alex, I, did you sign yourself up? I, I did not, but I, I'm. I think I'm still Alex Clark. I think. And the question is, does Alex want to be associated with this podcast? <laughs> right, right, right. I want my name attached to this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can check out some of our other stuff at our website, www.gobeskywallsreport.com. And don't forget to look us up on Twitter at GW Report. Or you can find us on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report, yo. Or if you find us on the street, just uh, feel free to say hi and tell us how much you love us and ask if you can be a guest on the podcast and stay at our house. You can stay at Charlie's house. Or a GIF image of people making some food. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't interact with those people on Facebook anymore. Sorry. Yeah, I do that. Like, I keep trying to the ones where they like show you how to make like some simple recipe. 
The problem is there's so many websites that do that that you can't just block that one website because the same people will post something from another website and then it'll show up. 20 different websites that are the exact same thing, like videos of people making stuff really fast. Here's how to make macaroni and cheese. Boil macaroni. Throw on some cheese. Put it in the oven. Bam! Macaroni and cheese. Throw a bag of sugar on it. <laughs> it's also <Yeah>. dessert. <laughs> Have some sugar mac. How <laughs> to make sugar mac. Sorry, Charlie can't see that Alex and I are currently talking. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Because <laughs> I just post on Alex's wall, positive food making. <laughs> Somehow we've never talked about this conversation on the podcast. I we haven't. I know. Does, yeah. Charlie knows about this conversation, right? Or does he just hear no bits and pieces of it? And I, I hasn't think he probably it? just knows bits and pieces. Oh, of it. good. Because the more he's in the dark, the better. Because this has to become a future segment. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is you're talking about. I don't think. Well, it only involved us at the hotel in Madison being awake for like, oh my gosh, hours laughing hysterically in the middle of the night over this conversation. So <laughs> it was just probably the funniest thing but and charlie won't think it's fun at all but it'll be great oh i'm looking well, at yeah. the reuben smoothie <laughs> yeah you did, did explain that to me i think at the time but there may have been more to it than that well yeah. it just turned to this huge thing about what you put in and what you use and what you can't use right yeah yeah and it's going to turn it into a segment on the podcast where adam makes something Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about this. Baby. And Charlie has to eat it. <laughs> wow, I'm glad we are not in the same uh, <laughs> same location right now. And, so Adam is and, to make a make a smoothie, and he's putting all these ingredients in. And he's just like, what, what was what was the line you used? Oh, and what? And you guessed it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the secret ingredient. You guessed it. It's a Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just every time. <laughs> it's like a repeat segment. <laughs> yeah, I basically turned into Tim's kitchen tips. <laughs> Except instead of being Pissman's mustard, it was a Reuben. <laughs> so we're just thinking of the most disgusting thing you could put in a smoothie. <laughs> a Reuben. It's just like the most disgusting thing. Charlie's test kitchen. Now don't use any of that flavored Greek yogurt. It has to be the plain kind. <laughs> plain Greek yogurt. <laughs> Because it has less oxidants in it. <laughs> mm, that's the taste of my nightmares. <laughs> so we have a plain, plain Greek yogurt base with kale. Now what are we going to add to this to spice it up? You guessed it. It's a Reuben. <laughs> Today we're going to show you how to make a Reuben chocolate cake. <laughs> Reuben upside down cake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't forget the kale. <laughs> it's a cake and the one layer is just rye bread. <laughs> All right, Charlie, taste it and tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, basically this sort of conversation for like literally three hours then. Yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining you putting a Reuben on top and then literally just flipping the whole thing upside down. <laughs> Get a bunch of cake mix. <laughs> Set it on top of a Reuben in a pan. Just gonna mash it. <laughs> I did read something about kale that uh, I believe uh, like it was Pizza Hut was the largest buyer of kale before the kale craze, 
<laughs> and they use the only as garnish on their salad bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, everyone knows that kale makes a smoothie healthier. We better throw some quinoa in there, too. <laughs> Uncooked, mind you. <laughs> Naturally, because we're we're all natural here. That's right. At, the, at Charlie's Test Kitchen. <laughs> you don't want to lose that texture. And a generous dollop of Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of icing on the cake. It's a <laughs> yeah, it's like a German chocolate cake, but instead of the coconut, it's sauerkraut. <laughs> wait is it uh, your recipe is going to be like look alike recipes so it just yeah, looks like look something and else taste alike <laughs> yeah, my black forest my black forest german chocolate cake with ham and sauerkraut <laughs> well what makes it an upside down cake well watch flip <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Charlie's Test Kitchen next time on the podcast. <laughs> I can taste the health.